And hello, welcome back to Feeling Content. How are you, Brad? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling content. How are you feeling, Michael? I mean, it's Friday. It's hard not to be feeling feeling content. Friday, Friday, Fr- Friday. Uh, who was that again? Uh, Rebecca Black. Yeah, Rebecca Black. Should we? Uh, maybe one day she'll hit our. Um, what you feeling? Yeah, Do I don't think so. Rebecca Al- Black album. I don't know. <laughs> Did she even come out with an album? I don't know. I, I think she must have. Um, maybe we'll do like a weird one-hit wonder. Ooh, that'd be good. A w- bad, bad one-hit wonder series. episode. Yeah, yeah. What you sipping on, Michael? Well, I actually just finished my cup of Joe. Um, same old, uh, same old fee. I've been drinking for a while now in Mocha Java. Mocha Java. How about you? You got any? You got any re- refreshment? I've got a little seltzer, a little lime Lacroix. Lacroix, 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 Lacroix. Lovely. Yeah, a little uh, afternoon refreshment, as you said. Yeah, I like that word. Refreshment. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's get into let's get into what we're talking about. Michael, let's uh, lead us off with first song of our picks today. All right, coming at you. Ooh, imaginary stairs. I'm out here on the edge. I know it's just a temporary view. So yeah, that was one of the singles from Sabercat. No, I always I read it as Sabercat. It's subtract. <laughs> it's S B T R K T. His album Wonder Where We Land. Yeah, that was temporary view. That was with Sampha, who was singing. Heck of a voice. Yeah, he's got a really good voice. He's on a lot of the songs on this album and has collaborated with them a lot in the past. But like I said, Subtract is just one guy who kind of has remained out of the spotlight. Kind of like, I don't know if it's like all of these DJs try to do this, but like kind of the Daft Punk thing where they wear a mask and like... Right. Like Dead Mal 5. Yeah, Dead Mal 5. (laughs) Marshmallow. Dead Mouse, yeah. But anyways, his real name is Aaron Jerome, and he's known, I would mentioned it to you earlier, his uh, 2011 song Wildfire and uh, the remix that came along with it, which uh, featured Drake. That kind of got him on the map a little bit. But yeah, like I said, he doesn't just use the name Sabertract. Jeez, I can't get it right today. Subtract to like hide his identity he wears these like native inspired masks yeah they're kind of african style right yeah i don't know if they're like african or native american i looked it up online they said modern inspired like native american or like native masks in native of some indigenous ceremonial masks okay okay interesting yeah but like i said not much about him's known but he does do interviews and stuff. I read a pretty interesting interview on him that, that was right before this album was released. And yeah, this album itself came out in 2014. So it's been a little bit since this album came out. And he only has three albums and this is his second. And he hasn't really been active since 2017. So uh, it's kind of, he's kind of, we don't know what he's up to these days. <laughs> but yeah, so this album's pretty interesting. A lot of it was recorded on Osea Island, uh, which is off the coast of England. You can only get to it when it's low tide, which is kind of cool. And like, I guess a lot of recording artists like Rihanna and like some others have recorded there. 
and at one point, I guess, like it was a uh, like in the early 20th century, like a rehab center for for like alcoholics or whatever. And even w- Amy Winehouse was there, so it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I I remember that that island from her documentary. Yeah, the Amy documentary. Yeah, Amy. Amy. Sad story. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my favorite song from the album is New Dorp, New York. The Empire, top of the rock. My girl's got a little stick. Keep you cooled up in the kitchen while you feed the cake. Keep you waiting in the window while it takes ticks. My girl got a limousine. Got a full-time job just to keep it clean. Got a speaker in the truck, you know where it's done. You think I'm the negative one. Yeah, so I really, <laughs> I think that song's really funny and it, You'll see, like, I mean, I, I played Temporary View at the top, and there's a lot of other songs on the album that are completely different than this, but I this one's really fun. But what did you have a favorite track, Michael? Well, I want to ask you first, what the heck is New Dorp? What, like, what are they playing I, off of? I don't know. I think it's just for fun. I At least that's what I think. Yeah, okay. All right. Just being weird. It's very, it's very Ezra Koenig. I mean, very yeah. Empire Weekend-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, that... The vocalist is Ezra Koenig, so. Yeah. My my favorite song is Higher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got this feeling going higher. And that track like gets very, I mean, Rory, who I wasn't familiar with before this, mm-hmm. I, I'm not familiar with him now, but he's, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's good. I mean, I love, I love, he's, he raps in this song like very well. And I like the beats are really cool and it's a cool song. Yeah. 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 I, I think that song might be a classic, if you will, um, eventually. Well, to be fair, I don't think any of the songs on this album will be classics. Well, maybe cult classics, and I think Higher is probably one of them. Uh, I think New Dorp, New York could be one of those too. Um, yeah, I could see that. Kind of just like a, people would just be like, oh yeah, that that funny song. It's kind of a cult yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Higher is really cool. I think Higher has, like you said, really good vocals and rapping, and the production's really good on it. It's just... It's good stuff. Do you want to play the clip that I had for that song? Yes, I will. Yeah. Walking with a limp around the city, a decade to use a fake ID to buy some cigarettes from the bodega, ate a pack of bad karma, didn't pay for now and later, but my life is full of sufferings that happen now and later. How I hate it, gonna debate about the sound with the creator, niggas talk about you. Yeah, I mean, that's sick. Yeah, I mean, you can see from there that he, like, has this really good flow, fast yeah. rapping. Got some puns in there. Yeah. And there's some other songs on it. This album, I will say, is kind of similar to the Gorillaz album we talked about previously, Strange Times, in that it is a lot of mixes of genres and you have a bunch of different features. It's all over the map. It's all over the map. There's some songs in here, so I didn't I didn't necessarily identify any future classics. Uh-huh. But I did. I did want to just. I wanted to play this song. This song everybody knows. Uh huh. Remi- First of all, everybody knows it's a cool song. Um, uh-huh. And I'm, I'll play. I'll play a snippet right now. But it kind of reminded me. It had like a little Daft Punk in it, and then it also has like 
in the vocal the vocals part have like a little foster the people element so i'm okay. just gonna play yeah, the yeah, yeah. that i felt was kind of fostery okay cool So that that background beat is like kind of it's kind of Daft Punk, and then that yeah. like that voice could very well be Mark Foster. Yeah. I was like every single time I listen, like to a it, pitched up Mark Foster kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just kind of that style, um, like like on Foster the People's Supermodel. But yeah, like yeah. this song is way different than Higher, which is way different than Temporary View, which I'm gonna say uh-huh. it again is way different than New Dorp, New York. Like it, there, it's very, you know, the, as you said, it's, it, it's kind of in that same vein as that Gorillaz album. Yeah. I honestly thought you might play, I think it's called, uh, Don't We? Or let me see what, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Excuse, excuse me, listener. Gone Stay. Do you, do you, with Sampha? Um, I don't remember that one. I mean, yeah, this is hard. It's hard to remember it, but I, I mean, the same, you know, yeah, yeah, but no, I don't know. How come? Why did you think that? Um, oh, you know what? I'm thinking of a different one. It was, um, going stays cool. That one sounds like, uh, almost like a Graceland song. It's got like, boom, 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 boom. oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Dun, 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 boom. Yeah. He's going to yeah. stay. I'm thinking if right. it happens, oh, kind of sounds really soulful. That's the same thing. I don't think I like of, don't stay. Okay, I'm thinking of if yeah. it happens, the Sampha song right before that. It's kind of sl- slow and soulful. Hmm, I felt okay. like it was kind of up your alley, but um, I thought you might choose that for something. But um, I guess not. But yeah, I I think this album, all because it is all over the place. I think the best way to experience this album would to be at a festival with lots of people around you. How would how would you want to experience this album? I like what you just said. I, I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a better a better thing. I, I yeah. imagine like a dark lit lounge with friends that just and this they just decided they were gonna have a night where we, they played "Wonder Where We Land" really really loud. And I like for whatever reason this lounge might be down to play this album front to back really loud because I think that it the production's really good and I think that could be kind of cool. <laughs> would they have would they have a light show? I think so. I was imagining like a Vegas club but like there's a lot of songs you know you wouldn't necessarily dance to on this so it's more yeah, like yeah. you're all at your like tables and and just chilling. Yeah. I dance to New Dorp New York though on the table. I yeah. Yeah. You would. <laughs> But yeah, and I think, like we said, a lot of the songs are different, but um, because it is kind of an electronic DJ type, well, it is like a produced electronic album for the most part, um, I think feel like at a festival with a lot of people around is kind of the ideal listening experience for this album. And I think, you know, kind of mixed together and maybe in a different order or like with other songs mixed in, um it doesn't necessarily have to be like front to back, at least in my opinion. But that's the whole point, right? Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily lend itself too well, I think, for listening front to back. Is maybe the point we're making? Because I, I was, I struggled with it a little bit. I mean, in that regard. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it, it would have to be like in a set where like not all the song. It, like, I feel like it. It's hard to say like ideal listening experience. I feel like it's a rough question because I'd ideally, like I said, want to see it at a festival. But they're not going to play the slow jams and stuff. They're going to play like the upbeat and like. They could though. They they'll slow things down at a festival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they could play the whole album. I but, like that better than the than than my idea of a lounge. Yeah. Maybe we should put it together. Yeah. Start a Wonder Where We Land festival. It'll be a, it, or it, just the album the album festival and we just play albums. Honestly, that's a pretty good name. And like people dance. Yeah, that's all we do. We that's just get really do. good speakers and play albums <laughs> for people. Not a bad idea. We'll call it feeling content. Feeling the feeling content <laughs> for <laughs> Anyways, although there were songs that I thought um, might be weaker than some of the others, there weren't really any that I totally struggled with. But, Michael, why don't you play a clip of Voices in My Head to give the listener an idea? Yeah, so, I mean, you can see, like, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to that much Aesop, A, ASAP Fergie. And, like, I don't know if that's Fergie. That's I don't know why I said Fergie. It's Ferg. ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg. So maybe, like, that's kind of his style. and But, like, I don't know. I just wasn't digging the... His raps were pretty, pretty good in that song. And there was some, like, cool piano in the beginning. But, like, that part just kind of got me. I just want to say that song grew on me in a weird way. Like, I really didn't like it at first because yeah. it feels kind of lazy. But for some reason, it, it grew on me. But it, I'm with you. Like, especially that snippet doesn't really show it too well. Yeah. And, again, like, I I still like this song. But it's just the one that would probably stick out as one that was hard for me to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggled with uh, your fave, New Dorp, New York. Okay, I'm not surprised. Like, yeah. it's, I think it's a love or hate. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't down. I, I'm gonna play a little, another snippet of it. New York, New York. I mean, gargoyles, gargling oil. Peak of the Empire, top of the rock. Top of the rock. It was. It's like so Vampire Weekend, but it makes no sense. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, I don't. I say no more. I think you're right. It's a, it's a love or hate, and I don't want to say hate. So love or dislike. It's a baseball bat that never hit home run. That's a line <laughs> in the song. I don't know. I, I, I think it's fun. It is ridiculous. I, I sent it to my brother Tim to give it a listen, and he was like. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. All right. Um, so, yeah, as we do, um, we wrap up the um, end of our review of an album with a one-sentence review. And then, of course, the Cups of Fee. Before the Cups of Fee, I'm going to let you know my one-sentence review. Although somewhat of a jumbled album due to the copious contrasting features and a change of pace between each track... The quality of production, vocals, and melodies on the individual tracks make for an enjoyable listening experience. And when, for yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Were you gonna say something? Go ahead. 
Sorry. Uh, my one sentence review, a dark, brooding experience. Wonder Where We Land takes the listener through somewhat harsh but exacting production with a wide, diverse range of guest vocalists. Okay, so pretty similar. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I've been pretty favorable to my What You Feelings. I think this is the lowest I've given it, which isn't even that low, but I gave it 6.75 cups of feet. That's pretty low for your own. I gave it a 5 cups of feet. Okay, I was actually expecting maybe lower on that one for you. I I, I just thought I was revisiting it, and it was, it kind of put me in, and I put this in my one sentence review. It kind of put me in a dark place. Like I wasn't, it like none of the songs are very like uplifting or like the way it's produced. New York, New York, uh, New York, New York depresses me, Brad. <laughs> voices in my head like is also like depressing as as fuck. What about like, higher? It's it's kind of dark. I guess it does have. I, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to listen to that on a dark, rainy day because I'm yeah. trying to brighten my mood with like you know some nice yeah, stuff. I so kind of agree. I don't, I don't know where this where this album has a place, which is why I was thinking that lounge thing but i'm with you festival is the move i think for wonder where we land it'd be fun because it does have really good production and i think there are bright spots in it but it's right even like the up like even higher where it should be uplifting has this weird dark feel to it where it shouldn't be like but i think that's cool but i know what you're saying it could be off off-putting yeah and i'm i'm with you that's why i think the coolness like i'm glad when you put it on because it I'd never listen to this otherwise, especially as many times as I did. So this is why we do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we do it. All right. You ready for mine? I'm ready. Oh, right, here we go. Well, that's Alabama Shakes, and that song is Don't Wanna Fight, and it's probably the most recognizable song off the album because it was overplayed, I think, quite a bit. But Alabama Shakes, a little bit about them, band from Athens, Georgia, four-person band, pretty standard, you know, vocalist, led by Brittany Howard, and then guitarist, bassist, and a drummer. Nice. It's funny because I thought I was just looking on their Wikipedia page and like it names the drummer and, and the guitarist and the bassist, but none of them have Wikipedia pages. It's it's all Bernie. Oh, yeah. Bernie. Howe, and well, she's also created quite a little solo project. Yeah. Yeah. So but Sound and Color was their second album and it was released in 2015 and they haven't released anything since they went on a hiatus in officially in 2018. So I think the official word was Bernie Howard could focus on her solo project but their first album boys and girls which i haven't listened to much also was fairly well acclaimed and so it's it's kind of sad like i feel like mm-hmm. to me i'm disappointed because i sound and color i thought was really good and it was different yeah um and so maybe they'll come back one day but fun fact about sound and color it took away four grammys it was nominated for best album didn't get it who cares but it did win best engineered. Oh, best engineered. Didn't it win? Um, didn't don't fight win like best. Uh, don't want to fight. It might. I think it won best rec like Rock whatever song. the one where it's or like um, best 
performance, best rock performance or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess the, the one thing when I mentioned, I feel like whenever we mentioned the Grammys thing, it does kind of indicate like that, like it was, it was, it was a popular album that year in that, in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the recording process sounded like it was really interesting for them. Like they, one of their things was they were trying to produce all these different sounds. Like they would let like a dr- the mm-hmm. drummer, like just bang on his snare drum for an hour, trying to get the right sound. And the rest of the band members would like retreat to coloring books to just like get their head clear their head and get their head straight and their their idea was to <laughs> coloring books the yeah, therapeutic <laughs> coloring books and they would try and uh-huh. and they, they were trying to instead of sound like they were performing their songs and like the listener was listening to their rehearsals and performances they were trying to create like a different world so to speak like a unique world with this album so i don't know if that worked i mean <laughs> I, I yeah I wouldn't say I felt trans transferred into another world but like it was a good I I think it's a good album yeah but I don't know if I felt like it was another world maybe maybe in twenty what was it 2014? 2015. What did you say what came out twenty fifteen yeah maybe in twenty fifteen it sounded more otherworldly yeah I don't there's know. not too much music like like this today like it kind of like that's true yeah that's true my favorite song play snippet of my favorite song sound and color. It's the first first track on the album, and I think it's it's not the best, maybe, but it's it's a great opener. And I, I almost feel like I'm doing it a disservice by only being able to play 15 seconds of it because right. it has this huge, you know. The, I know what you're feeling because yeah. like I wanted to play like 12 minutes of New Dorp, New York, just New Dorp, <laughs> New York on repeat. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to get more of the Ezra Koenig singing Gargoyles, Gargling Oil. Gargoyles, Gargling Oil. Anyways, I, I feel like, listener, if you haven't listened to Sound and Color, you just take that song and just listen to that first song. It puts you in a puts you in a vibe. It is. It puts you in a vibe. And okay, I said that it didn't really take me to another place. That I forgot like how that song does kind of start you off and take you on that journey. Yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of does. So, but yeah, my favorite song was this feeling, and it's kind of like a cool, slow. I don't know. Play play the clip. So yeah, I, that one was cool. I think this song has a really smooth feel to it, and but the aspect of her like belting out all of her songs kind of gets grating after a while. Mm-hmm. So this one's kind of nice. I think it was cool like when her first album came out or their first album came out, and then like "Don't Want to Fight" came out, and it just was overplayed. And I don't know, I got sick of it for sure, but. I mean, it's it, that happens. I still like it, but that's my two cents. No, no, no. I it's totally fair, fair criticism. I like that song though. That you that I like this feeling a lot. It's a good. It's a good. Like there's a couple. There's a couple songs where they slow it down on this to kind of break break up and give you like a rest from the the pace mm-hmm. and the yelling and the hard rock. And yeah, they do have like a punk song too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's not to say I don't I don't like them, and I, I, I think. 
the musicality of it and like the vocals are good but sometimes it just gets old yeah like in yeah yeah well i had one song that i feel like could remain a classic and not it's not sound and color because i feel like sound and color is like a song that's attached to this album it's hard to take that out and play it by itself but uh-huh. one song that i think could persist is give me all your love What's And that goes to your point. Like she's she's belting there, but it's got it's a it's a cool track, you know. And I was just kind of zoning out and listening yeah. to it, like in a good way. I really see. I liked that. I mean, there's a certain feel to it, and it, it, you have to be in the right. right mood for it. I think like it can be too much. Like I listened to this album. Yeah, like, I listened to it a good amount just preparing for this podcast, at least six times, if not more. Like, I enjoyed every listen, but I, I'd say that's my one criticism. But, like, I feel like that's that was, I don't know, I really like that. I thought the song Don't Want to Fight, which we've already mentioned, would be a classic. And you want to play a clip. So yeah, that riff is pretty iconic, and like we've mentioned, that was a big single. It was played a lot, and I think it won a Grammy for Best Rock Performance or something like that. So I think that one could become a classic. I'm with you. I feel like I feel like it it kind of did become one. Yeah. And if you listen to that song and we it wasn't overplayed for us, I think it would be much more special than it is today. But we've we've heard it too many times. Yeah. So the one song to me, and we mentioned it already, that I felt like I struggled with, and it kind of takes it kind of takes you out of the mood, is that punk style song, and it's the greatest. And a five, six, seven, eight. Well, I never meant to be the greatest. I only ever want to be your baby. It's got like a little stroke style to it but it's i don't know like but not done well yeah it's, it's just kind of it's kind of grating so i i that was it's not it's 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 not their groove it's not right. their groove and you already said that you're as a result of the overplayed you're struggle you struggle to feel don't want to fight yeah i used to listen to the radio a lot in my last job and the station that i listened to played this song so much don't want to fight yeah uh don't want to fight when i started listening to this album i don't think i'd listened to the album until you brought it up yeah and don't want to fight came on and i was like oh god you're getting like like flashbacks yeah we don't need to play a clip because we already played a couple clips of that song. But like, like any pop song, it, it has a good chorus, right? A catchy chorus. But like, since I've heard it so many times, it's just annoying now. Right, right, right. I, I feel you. Well, to me, I was thinking about how to recommend listening to this album. I didn't come up with something very creative because I've used this before, but it was another um, grooming uh, and cleansing session. So you listen to it by yourself, and you take just the longest shower because it's forty-five minutes. The whole album's forty-five minutes, but maybe you, <laughs> if you, you know, I mean, you could take a bath. Yeah, you could do it. Take a bath, and you <laughs> like really like kind of like 
dance in the bath during Don't Want to Fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was that's that's what I could think about because I think it would be fun. You could sing to it too in the bathroom. If you were like I don't know. So that was my idea. I, it didn't fit to me like driving or walking. Yeah. But do you have any recommendations? Yeah, I, I sit on a porch swing, sip and sweet tea. You know, that's a lot better. To, I have to say, I, I'll take both of your listening recommendations this this episode. You know what? You said driving wouldn't fit. I feel like we've said driving so many times. Because driving is one of the best places to listen to music. Right. And I it pictured, like, driving through, like, Nebraska or something. Yeah. Like, like cornfields or, like, just flat. Right. Just a... Uh, Nothing around you, driving, sun out. I don't know. That's what I kind of pictured. I, I like that. If you, no, that's a good... But I didn't want to say it. But I did. It's a good <laughs> But But you did. I did. All right. Well, let's get into our one-sentence review. So mine, take a big bowl, pour equal parts of soul, R&B, and hard rock, mix it up, and turn on the volume. Sound and color stomps. Boom. It stomps. <laughs> Mine's pretty similar. Brittany Howard's take on bluesy rock... Pop soul is successful in its attempt, despite the vocals being occasionally grating to me personally. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we both covered the blues and the rock. I think it is soul. Did you say soul? I said soul and you said pop soul. Very good. Yeah. Pop soul. At least we we interpret it the same way. Yeah, you didn't say pop. You said hard rock, which I think it is hard rocky, but like it has some pop elements to it, I think, so... No, yeah. Don't want to fight. Don't want to fight. Um, Don't want to fight no more. And I'm not. I'm not going to fight with you on on that uh, on that <laughs> review. So let's let's uh, let's let's hear it. So I I, I give it eight cups of fee out of ten. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gave it six. You gave it six. Okay. Yeah. Generally favorable reviews. So I I just to close before we move we we settle this episode. Uh-huh. I feel like. I feel like the the album to me is there's so many good songs on it. Like I feel like it's for the most part it's a very good listening experience. Like there's really not too many downers on this. Maybe if you hate Don't Wanna Fight, like I could see that being a bummer. But for whatever reason it didn't eclipse it, it never is it's never like taken a place of like classic in my mind. Like personally. I know it's not maybe not considered a classic. Despite the fact that really most of the songs are are pretty strong and i don't i can't give an explanation for that it's an enjoyable listen and right. i agree i feel like there's no really i mean there was a punk song that's kind of iffy and don't want to fight i think it's a good song it's just overplayed and yeah. it's a good album but like i agree it's not gonna be i don't think it's gonna be like a for emma forever ago or like you mean in its own category, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's not going to be a classic album, even in a, even in its own little cult genre, like or cult yeah. following. Like I don't I don't think so either. So I don't I don't even think it has a cult following. Maybe it does. I don't know. It's a good album. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, good episode. Um, let's get to uh, let's get to our favorite part. Actually, this whole thing's our favorite part. But I like this part. What you feeling, Brad? Ooh, so I'm feeling. McCartney 3 Imagined. It came out today. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love it. Okay. Did you, have fun. you heard about this? No. Wait. I, I, so is it, a re, is it a remix of McCartney 3? It's like 
we'll, we'll get into it next episode, but it's like remixes and like features. Because McCartney 3 came out like a few months ago uh, or something. In the like last, that. yeah, okay, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. But it's no McCartney 3 Imagined. It's Paul McCartney, okay. if, if you didn't listen or if you didn't know. But it's, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. What you feeling? Uh, I have I have an artist that we're, we're reaching back. Um, also, like McCartney, although this is a classic album. Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder. Ooh. I'm excited because, like, I've listened to it and enjoyed it. But, like, I've never, like, really gotten down and dirty with it so i'm excited to get down and dirty with songs in the key of life i'm excited to talk about it with you it's a long album so but you've done this to me before so i don't really feel so bad don't feel bad yeah yeah all right man well dear listener been uh it's been about a month since we recorded last time so probably be another month until the next time maybe not maybe sooner we're wild cards you never know we could release one tomorrow (laughs) You never know. Or it could be a year from now. Or it could be a week. We never know. Uh, But anyways, ciao, ciao for now. See you, Michael. Ciao, ciao.